Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Film Photography Podcast, July 22nd, 2018. This is our drive time. Hey, babies, what's up? Yes, our drive time show with the drive. The drive time crew? That's right, with the drive time crew. You're going to put in all kinds of crazy sound effects, like zoo sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) The morning zoo. Did you folks listening have, like here in New York, there was a morning zoo. There was a couple of them. There's a couple right around the country. Well, it was Rick. Uh, what's his name? Disco Duck. Oh, you think that was nationally syndicated? He was. Yeah. Rick. Rick. What? Rick. What's his name? Dufresne. Rick Danko. I don't know. Rick Grimes. <laughs> Grimes. This is Rick Grimes. Time for your morning drive funnies. <laughs> yeah. Mark Dalzell's here. Oh, hey, man. No, oh, Mark. When'd you get hey, here? Hey, John. How's it going? <laughs> okay. How are you? This is the podcast about. Film nothing. photography. It's, it's <laughs> just a show about it's a nothing. Seinfeld episode it's of the, the film podcast. photography podcast. It's the, the it's for and by film shooters. Hey, there's some new blogs on the website, by the way. New blogs. Yes. Who uh, that? There's two blogs, three blogs about uh, shooting Super Eight, which I know you guys don't care about. You wait one day I, until I care. It's you wait just, one you day know. when you finally grab your Super Eight camera, Mark Dalzell, sometime in the future. It's so expensive. You're going to be like, oh, all this time, Mike, this you time talk Mike, about you Super talk 8. About I Super get it now. That's not going to happen. There's a blog about. Too expensive. Oh, I don't get video. There's a blog about regular eight. Yeah, I the, got a the couple ones of them. Take, I have that same exact camera. This is the camera that you put a cartridge in at 16 millimeter, but it, you flip it. Yeah. It's called double eight. Yeah. You hipped me to that, dude. I have an irregular eight. It shoots nine. So you, you put you put regular eight in it. You shoot one side. You but flip the other, and then you send it to the lab. They process it, slit it, splice it, and then they send you back your your fifty footer. Cool. Yeah. Is it worth it? I haven't so worth used all it yet, that but there's a blog on the filmphotographyproject.com saying, you know, a blog about regular eight in 2018. Wow. And there are sources where you can get film. So I just want everyone to know. Okay. There's also a blog about... 20 the, regular 18. That's right. There's also a blog about uh, XL cameras. Oh, yeah. They came out... Kodak came out with... It looks space age. It looked like binoculars. Uh. And I remember when my dad's regular eight... Home movie camera got stolen in Wildwood in 1973. Wait a minute. What? I, I never knew you were in Wildwood. Yeah, when my dad's... He left the camera the under presses. the seat yeah. at the pool. Oh, well, that's stupid. And then he left. Well, then and that then doesn't someone fall took far it. from the tree, I guess, Mike. No. <laughs> under, like, his chair, you see, you mean. So yeah. when he went to... This is all from my memory. When yeah. he went to get his new camera, he bought the Bell & Howell, which is, like, standard. You hold yeah. it. He said to the family, oh, I was looking at the Kodak, but I didn't like it. It looked like mm. a pair of binoculars. Wow, that's been ingrained in your brain all these but years. That was a big line, the XL line, because it handled lo- low light. So ah. there's a blog about the Kodak XL line. And did, Have you shot with that camera? I have not. Oh. And you, have, also, you never shot with your dad's? Yes. Bell and Howell, I shot all my student films on. Oh. Yeah. Mail's in. One I want to thank everyone for listening. I'm, by the way, I'm humbled by the feedback that we get. Humbled. Humbled at the feedback. We'd be, we're getting more and more actual cards in the mail. Yep. So Rabbit. this is a postcard someone sent us. Oh, it is. What's it say? On a recent road trip, my wife and I listened to about 30 hours of FPP podcasts. <laughs> oh Who says romance is dead? <laughs> and since then, we've gone on a killing spree. <laughs> 
<laughs> all of you feel like part of the family, so hence the postcard. Trip picks coming to FPP Flickr soon. Yay. Make beautiful pictures. Jim and Chris Rust, Fort Wayne, Indiana. All right. Henry's, cool. Henry's Rabbit Ranch. But instead of rabbits, instead of bees, it's got sixes. What does that mean? Henry's Rast 666 Ranch. Uh, we also got a card from our good friend Johnny Martyr. Johnny funny Martyr. It would be funny if the, you picked up the one I just threw to you. Johnny <laughs> Martyr's been shooting with the uh, T-Max 3200. He a, makes his own uh, postcard. Yes. Pass that down to Mark. That's pretty cool. And Johnny Martyr was kind enough when I did the blog on T-Max 3200. I said, hey, Johnny Martyr, can I use your stills? They're great. He's hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's cool. Vinyl Rhino by Johnny Martyr. Thanks, Stick Johnny is, Martyr. Who's, guess, that? Who's this from? This is real mail. That sounds like, you know, like John Doe or... This was opened with like a Johnny letter Rotten. opener even. John Martyr. Do you have a little tiny sword on your desk that you slice them open with? I do. It's classic. P.O. Box 264, Farallon, New Jersey, 07410. If you want to send some hard goods. <laughs> These are hard goods. Okay, this is... These are uh, tangible. Doc Florian would approve of these. Yeah. Oh. Tangible. Exactly. Uh, this says, Hi, gang. Long-time listener, first-time snail mail writer. Do people yes. say still snail, still say snail yeah, yeah, mail? Yeah, snail mail. Yeah, yeah, sure. Classic. Enclosed are some stickers I recently made. I think there are enough for each of you and Justin. I drew the design up while listening to some Woody Guthrie and reading the news a few weeks back. Inspired by Woody and his This Machine Kills Fascists message he had painted on his guitar, I set out to make my own message to put on my speed graphic that feels relevant today while paying homage to the troubadour and the history of photojournalism and freedom of the press, both of whom are under constant threat today. The first run of two-by-one glossy-coated vinyl featuring the press photographer and press camera are currently available on my Instagram which is at Ryan McCarthy underscore photography. Very nice. Uh, and will soon be on my website, www.ryanmccarthyphotography.com. Price is $5 for two, including shipping to the lower 48. Soon I will have two by one inch glossy coated vinyl sticker featuring a Hasselblad 500C and a Leica 3 with other shapes and designs to come. Lastly, thanks for being here all these years and for everything you do for the community. Eternally yours. Oh, no, sorry. Eternally curious. Eternally Ryan, Ryan McCarthy. He's hey, man, what are these stickers? McCarthy? I'm gonna, Mick, he's, the, he's that character from McDonald's that oh. steals cars. Ah, it says this machine exposes fascists. Let me see. Oh, that's pretty cool. There's only six, so there's only enough for Mike. The old me. variation oh, on the on. theme of Woody uh, Guthrie, right? Exactly. Those are stickers or magnets? Where you been? What's the matter? You don't know how to Where you been, John? I was, I was pre-reading a letter. Here, have a sticker. Have two stickers. Thanks, Bill. I like that. I'm going to take some stickers. Now, these are all new. Oh, oh, thank you very much. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, man. This one letter fell through the cracks. Wait, can I read this one? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> this is from Garrett Roche, R-O-C-H-E, from Hudson, New York. All right. And he wrote a letter Roche. in uh, cursive. Oh. So it, I, had, I had to pre-read it a little bit. Because it's a little bit hard to read it. So I'm, I'm going to like pull out bits and bobs from here. Uh, he says, uh, he signed up for the website about two years ago, and yes. I am now in the position to become more involved, as I prefer analog when it comes to photography. So goes it when it comes to communication, as I adore writing letters and pen palling. When was the last time you heard that pen pal, that phrase, pen pal? Did you, you had a pen pal, didn't you? I did briefly. It was like a school setup thing. Uh, okay. Some, some in kid the third in grade Kuala Lumpur yeah. or something. In the third grade, 
You had, a, you had a pen pal? When Michael Rinaldi moved. You had a pen pal. He became my pen pal. For how long? About a year. Well, About a year or that's, two. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good pen paling. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have been an avid amateur photographer since age six. I find film to produce higher quality results. Particularly He's now when seven. It, <laughs> <laughs> in particular when it comes to color reproduction. Uh, some of the cameras in my extensive collection include EOS, Rebel, K2, Nikon, yeah. N90, yeah. and a Pentax K1000. Yeah, yeah. Those are just no to cannon. name a few. I also have a Agfa Ansco wooden sure. box camera, which was 120 film, which uses 120 film. I also shoot Super 8 and regular 8 movies, Mike. There you go. Oh. See? Yeah. It is so refreshing to come across an organization that so strongly promotes and preserves film photography. It would be wonderful to discuss all things film photography with you and also share some of the some of my photos with you. I currently reside in Hudson Valley in the small city of Hudson. In upstate New York, there's a very large art-slash-photography community here. It would be perfect for you all to come up and broadcast one of the podcasts from there. What do you think? We should take this on the road. Do that one summer. Just do podcasts everywhere. Uh, as um, rent a van, Michael's ankle monitor won't let him leave the building. <laughs> as the as the quote from uh, from uh, Christmas Carol: "If lunch is served, <laughs> <laughs> is there a sailboat involved? Well, we can go." Uh, there is so much more I would love to share, and also to hear from your group. I also am so happy to have that you pride yourselves in. Being a positive group, right? Group. Wait, let me read that over again. Yeah, I can yeah. edit that out. Yeah. There's so much... <laughs> you know he won't. There's so much more I would love to share and also to hear from your group. I also am so happy to have read that you pride yourselves yes. in being a positive group. There's a power in positivity and say... Super positive. Yes, that's why Mark's invited. And I say. I, that's why I'm an, ironically here. Like a, a the particle that somehow. he neutralizes no, my positive. negativity. He's you're neutral. I'm neutral. That's, that's neutral. true. You know you're what? Totally I'm neutral, neutral unless I'm wrong. He neutralizes me. Super positive. <laughs> no, I neutralize you. No, you don't say anything. You... Thanks, uh, Garrett. Thanks that... for your. Thanks for adding to the positivity. Well, the, the beauty of fight. Yeah, the beauty of <laughs> FPP is the the positive nature of the. Online broadcast of the broadcast, super positive, yeah. not just positive. Yeah. Don't you always say super positive? Yes, he says it. Super positive. I haven't heard you say it in a while. Super positive. Now I don't know how this letter is in this group of letters because these letters are brand new. That looks like a bill. This is from <laughs> Thailand. It came in on oh. January twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. That's good. That's when it came in, or that's when it was mailed. You can do it, John. Got if a you picture. Want. <clears throat> Got a picture. Yeah. Says, Dear FPP Gang, from, from Matt, Matt Jones. Originally an Aussie, but living in Thailand for the past 10 years. I'm very happy I have found your podcast. I'm currently winding my way back through the past episodes and enjoying it immensely. I was shocked during the TLR episode, number 173, when I got to Leslie's tirade of vitriol against my only medium format camera, the Lubitel. Oh, yes. Sorry. She, she skewed it. Yeah. Sorry, guy. However, I managed to turn this to my advantage when I play Leslie's clips to my wife, and she agreed that there is no way I could continue with such an inferior camera. There you go. And You're I welcome. Need to update. She thought the American lady sounded very knowledgeable. She knows, <laughs> she knows her stuff. She really does. 
Uh, I am so now, now he the owns a Rolleiflex. Oh, yep, I am now the proud owner of a Rolleiflex 2.8. <laughs> All F. right, thank you, Leslie. Wait, wait, wait. What 2.8? What 2.8 F? All right, mine's a 2.8 E. The Lubitel is the equivalent of like a TLR Holga. Yeah, you know, it's it's a fine camera, but it's just if you're gonna spend and they're expensive. If you're gonna spend yeah. that money, don't get a Lubitel. Get well, they're not that. I mean, a, a two point a Rolly two point eight has got to be yeah, like a thousand. There are other dollars. options. Yeah. There's the Yashica A, the Yashica D. Oh yeah, there's hey, lots of the one twenty four. Yeah, there's plenty of good ones. Hey. But I keep but, saying cheaper. But when I go to eBay, I'm shocked because in my mind it's still twenty ten. Yeah, that's the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't even know <laughs> for what pricing. Lo- you mean for pricing? Yeah, I'm yeah. shocked. Not even mo. Shocked. Thanks, Matt Jones. Well, his real name <laughs> is Cop Kun Carp. Are you, are you still reading? What? His name's not Matt Jones? It says, keep up the spectacular work, team. Cop, Kung, Carp. Unless that's like some kind of Thai phrase that oh, means, you know, super thai, positive. That's a Thai phrase. Thank you, John. Matt. Oh. Really quick news flash. Uh, everyone's been asking about, and I'm happy, happy to report, that uh, two boxes from Italy just came in. From Italy? From our good friend Claudio. Everyone keeps asking. These are awesome. To shoot sprockets... In your 120 camera, <coughs> oh, sprockets. Claudio engineers these. Oh, look at that! Those are nice. Yeah, these are these are nice. I mean, you've yeah. seen sh- you've seen shitty ones. Yes, I have. The sprocket hole revolution guy. It was just a little nub. Do you remember those? Yeah, they were just little. They were nothing. Yeah. It was a good try. You could swallow them and <laughs> pass them very easily. <laughs> these you can't. No. These are engineered by Claudio. They're beautiful. And they snap onto each end of your 35 millimeter cartridge. Oh, look at that! So you could put. Oh, uh, let me see. Put this into your 120 oh, film that's camera. Pretty, pretty cool. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's cool, right? Very nice. Did he 3D print these? Yes. 3D printing's amazing. Now I'm not sure that one. Maybe Mark Dalzell would know. I'm not sure if a 35 millimeter cartridge will fit in every 120 camera. Uh, it should. Yeah, I mean, it should. It should, right? The, the spindle of 120 is basically the same as a 35 yeah. cartridge. So these are now in the back in the FPP store where they belong. Oh, good. Do they how, come how in a much? canister like that? Yeah. Oh, that's with a little cute? with a little thing of a, with a little instruction booklet nice. too. I want to take one home tonight. You know, I, was, I have to tell you, we're recording at first of all, we're recording at night again. Oh, so, man. folks listening at night, we're we're at, we're in the night. Yes, it's nighttime. Night. It's almost dark. And I was a little. I have to tell you, you know, because I my whole day has transpired. It's the end of the day, and I am a effing grouch at the end of the day. You guys yeah. just being in your presence really cheered me up. Yeah, it pumped you up. Look at and you. And you guys, you know, all you folks at home, it's very exciting, you know, to be super positive. <laughs> it's really exciting because when we're on the air, I I feel the presence of everyone. Super positive. Cool. <laughs> what, like that kid in six cents? Find that price. <laughs> Can't find the friggin' price. All right, let's just say it's twenty five dollars. It's five bucks then for me. Splice in friend discount. Splice in the right number later. Twenty, okay. twenty two, twenty four, yeah. twenty six dollars, twenty eight dollars, <laughs> okay, thirty dollars. So, so the fac thirty five millimeter to one twenty that allows you to get sprockets. The cost is twenty dollars. News flash. If you're in London, not Ontario. UK, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're in London, you could walk into the Photographer's Gallery and buy FPP hand-rolled film. Mm. Wow. Yeah, the manager there, John Buckle, it's a bookshop manager, stocks FPP film. That's awesome. It is awesome. Where in London is he? On uh, 16-18 Ramillies Street. 
You know that oh, one? Oh yeah. You know it? No. Lovely place. Yeah, I'll so. be actually. I'll be in. I'll be in London next mo- in two months. Oh, okay. will you stop in? Yeah, maybe what's I will. The, what's the name of the store? The Photographer's Gallery. Cool. I'll go in with all the FPP film I have and try and return it. <laughs> try to get cash. <laughs> See if I can get cash back. Okay, so at usually late in the evening, I I relax on my super soft couch. Mm. It's the type of couch you could sink into. Yeah. Yeah. Is I, that where they're going to find you? Yes. I it's re- the one that has like thousands of dollars in change and pens at the back of it. I relax on my super Falls soft couch pockets. while listening to records, and I usually cruise Instagram. I love Instagram. Okay. So I saw what's great about film photography, our film photography, when I say our, I mean all of us, you <laughs> folks listening, me, you. The film photography we of planet Earth. We never know what we take. So we're always like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'm really not happy with my photography. You never know what image is going to, uh, you know, <clears throat> what is going to move someone else. Mm-hmm. I just see this image, and this image it spoke to me. So I clicked who it was, and it's from uh, my friend. I can't stand pickles. Yeah. <laughs> it's a- Adam Roberts is his name. Okay. I just saw this. I clicked on his link, and he said, "Oh, my store." I, I just, this happened instantaneously. I went to the store. I saw the image in the store, and I bought the print. Wow! Right there, boom! That's great. In this big cartel, so impulsive. I support. That's so nice. I support buying prints. Yeah. So I'm going to share with you guys the picture. Let's see this thing that you just had to have, had to have, had, had to have. have it. It spoke to me. Ah, uh, interesting. It's interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. It just spoke to me in the simplest way, and it's just... It's one of those, like, uh, <clears throat> uh, billboards that you stick letters on that yep. you would f- find over a movie marquee. Or, like, outside a deli. Or outside a deli, yeah, that just says party. Just says party. And what it said to me was... Party. That <laughs> the simplicity of it and the lo-fi, the low end of it, Summed up what a party means to me. Like, you go to someone's party. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> you go to someone's party. This is what it means to me. Like, you go there, and it's all a big nothing. Not your, not Crab Fest. That's no, of course not. That's, inter- That's an interesting perspective, and that shows your, your glass half-empty perspective it does. on things. It does. It tells you that, you know, this is what the party really is. Because when I look at that and see that, it's just like saying, hey, man, party. Party. And it's just party a, doesn't have to be a big grandiose thing. It could be a bunch of crappy letters on a little billboard. It just, could be two just, people just and a party, man. Two people and a bottle of bum wine. Exactly. Yeah. Party. Just party. See and I'm gonna frame this and put this in my apartment. Okay. Cool. So it's it, a good one. So you can follow. I can't stand pickles. See, and that's an interesting because that's a cool thing about photography. You saw something completely different in that photo than what I saw. I mean, completely different. I think most people would even, wouldn't even look twice at this. Just like, oh, well, there's nothing special about that. But it's special to me. A nice wide mat on that. That'd be nice. Just well, I think that's the kind space. of photo that I would look at and then not really think about it, but would stick with me later on. I'd be like, wow. Yeah, exactly. This spoke to me instantly. Well, good for you. You know what? This this leads right into something I was thinking of too. Is I a, a couple months ago I I bought a big box of old, old negatives at an estate sale that I've been slowly putting up on my photo stream. It ended up being like 930 negatives. I finally got them all scanned. And some of them are just, they're all from the mid-30s. And some of them was just the guy was standing on the street corner and he took a picture of a car driving by, Hmm. took a picture of an old lady walking down the street, whatever. 
But now, 80 years later, it's amazing to see these old cars from the 30s and the old signage and the clothing and kids playing. Like, just what we would think of as a totally mundane scene is now fascinating. I I wish, when I was a child, with my 126 camera, that I actually shot more Mm. outside. Yeah. Just walk around and take pictures of houses and cars and whatever. It's fascinating. It's, It's always good to see pictures from a different era. Yeah. Well... You know, folks, I will share with you, everyone listening, yes. I was a little skeptical of our July 4th show, Ooh. because it was very long, and... There wasn't a lot of content related to film or cameras. It was, it was <laughs> an interesting show. Okay. <laughs> Can you this, pass the cyanide, please? <laughs> the rest of the letters, I, I, I have titles to them. Oh, like, like I feel like I'm reading a story. Wow. Okay. This is called the Fourth of July Super Show. <laughs> Dear Mike and Except the gang, it's July twenty second. This is from S- Steve Tester. He says, "Just listen to the Fourth of July Super Special Show. What a laugh! What show? Had a great time listening it to on my way to and from work. You guys keep up the good work. The only problem I have is not enough shows to keep me amused, educated on my daily commute." So I, I had this idea. Mm-hmm. Mike, why not cut up and produce reruns of old shows? Yeah. <laughs> Patch together camera reviews, book reviews. You get the idea. Hack together a new show to be available between shows. Keep the show number going. Just add a R after it. Um, that's from Steve. Any movement on the 120 bulk rolls? How about hocking me up with some 120 black and white? Hocking. Hocking. Oh. So I can give it a go at trying my own roll. Purchase and shipping I will cover. Is that, what is that, the Shvima or what's? What I don't know. It? I think so. Must be Shvima. That's the only thing that you're not offering me. Oh. Keep teasing. So I have the, fi- the film, 120 Shvima film. That's what I keep hearing. FN64 and, and color 125. Ooh. The only thing that's... Keeping it sitting in the fridge is that it's a, a really labor-intensive to roll it. But Steve came up with a brilliant idea. Oh, what if I sold it on a spool with – I have tons of backing paper. Mm. So you buy a kit. I don't even need that. Just sell me a spool. <laughs> no, most people need the, the – Well, but paper. I'm saying me personally. I want to shoot it. So folks out there listening, if you could buy Sfema six FN64 in color – Sfema color, 120 – and you get a kit. You get the film on a roll, like 50 feet, oh. and backing paper and some spools. So cut your own. Like a dozen spools yeah, and a dozen it, backing papers? kind of. Like. Roll it, tape it. You could do it in a bag. You could do it in a dark room. Oh. Sure. Yeah, of course. Everybody say yes. <laughs> I want one. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Woo-woo! No need to comment, Steve. We already know. I thought about this. Steve Tester's like, oh, you know, take all the old shows. Old. I'm talking about show number one, show number two, show oh, number three. The There's ones like, that were in black and white. <laughs> the black and white shows yeah. don't have the treatment of effects. Uh-huh. Like the, new, the, the new shows are produced. The old shows... <laughs> barely <laughs> produced. Well, they're in post-production. You're saying you, you, you sweeten them. Yes, gotcha. Gotcha. Isn't that the way it always is? So... And I thought about that too, Steve. This is I thought about your letter as much as I thought about the party photo. And that is cuz my parents still ask me, "Mike, you know, I'll be sitting there Sunday dinner, the pasta served, my my dad will be like, "Mike, 
My dad would be like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he shoots weddings. <laughs> oh, my God. Not anymore, Ma. Doesn't he make those movies? He's a cameraman. Not anymore, Ma. No, no, they're done that. I Don't sh- touch my hair. <laughs> you know, I work on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. So if I took the old show, the black and white episodes, and reproduced them, them. That'd be cool. I don't know. I'll do one. Yeah, that could be a good experiment. I'll do one. I'll do yeah, one. Throw some Johnny Link laughs yeah, in there. And I'm see not on happens. those anyway. I won't listen. No, we'll see. Me either. Mm-hmm. Anyway. This letter's called Spring, Summer, Fall, Winter. And it's also called The Sky, The Sea, The Earth. Mm. Wow. You're digging into your Rod McKeown. I hope this one rhymes. Thank you, John. And after every summer rain, an August rainbow. Sunlight in the good green wood. Laughter in the town. This is from Tommy Reeves. Tommy says, just, just finished the latest episode and was surprised to hear you mention... The Rod McEwen albums. I celebrate the whole the whole catalog. I know you do. Celebrate the man's whole catalog, right, Michael? The first one I found was The Sea. I picked it up in a thrift store in the early 90s while at college. Now, in the 90s, you could buy an LP for 25 cents. Yeah. They couldn't give them away, Mark. Wow. There was something about it that made me sort of like it. I always look for Rod McEwen albums and have quite a few now and have been collecting... His books as well. Mm. I pissed off a lot of friends by playing them. <laughs> yeah. But glad to hear there's someone else out there that at least heard of him. Mm. I really enjoy the Jersey Boys drive time <laughs> shows. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hope you keep them coming. I'm also glad you mentioned the new Diana on Kickstarter. Diana. And <laughs> did you hear my Don't uh, start that again. I did. The film's a lot shittier than you remember. It's awful. Gargoyles we're talking about. The, the best part, I, I think that's why it's endearing, though, because it is a dump, uh, dumpy movie. I'm getting one for myself and my daughter, the, Di- the Diana. His daughter, Diana? Diana, <laughs> teach me to shoot, Diana. Teach me to shoot. I only listen to Rod McEwen. I go home and listen oh to Rod God. McEwen. I get up in the morning and listen to Rod McEwen. Jeez. And if it's Rod McEwen related, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to Anita Kerr. I'll listen to San Sebastian you're, you're Strings. hook, line, and singer right now. Yeah. How many record albums does he have? I have like 15. Wow, that's a lot. He wrote a ton of books. And if you Google Rod McEwen, yeah. he was one of the most celebrated authors, poets of the what was of his, 1960s. What was his big book? The Google. Tired. I went out anyway. Saturday night people were everywhere. Dueling in the streets with their automobiles. Everything is about being lonely. (laughs) The lonely city, the lonely guy. What was his big thing? A Man Alone. Sinatra recorded it. It was called A Man Alone. But didn't he... I know he wrote MacArthur Park. Oh, I don't know if he wrote MacArthur Park. Oh, really? You think he would, right? Oh, maybe that's Jimmy Webb. Yeah, I don't know if he wrote <clears throat> But he had a poem that somebody... Was Is that Jonathan the one about the leaving the cake Siegel? out in the rain? Yeah. That's a sad one. I'm telling you, no, Rob McEwen's behind a lot of stuff. All right, well, I thought he wrote knew. like a very popular poem that somebody set the music and it was like a number one hit. Twilight Zone, you're thinking of. Oh, he did the soundtrack for uh, your, uh, your good boy, Charlie Brown. Your, That's not it. 
Okay. You're, you're a, a good boy. Whatever it's called. You're, you're a good man, good Charlie. Man. You're a good man. <laughs> well, he is a boy. That's a good boy. This Atta letter, boy. This Atta letter's boy, called Charlie. Kaboom. Kaboom. Oh, boy. Just wanted to say I really enjoy the July. Everyone's at home like, oh, enough already about the July 4th podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right, already. We enjoyed it. Can you guys get on to something, please? Enough already. I yeah. love the July 22nd episode where all you did was talk about the July 4th episode. Uh, he says he's not bo- he seemed that you guys seemed a little bothered. Well, just me. Bothered by the focus on listener letters. You needn't be. It's one of the great things about the show. What show? Hmm. What we can gain from the experience of others in the community you have built. He says on a slight tangent, you were fairly well hooked up with the guys at Lomo in New York. Do you have any idea what's happening with Lomo Purple? Um, the supply train of Lomo Film has been very slow. Hmm. I just got an email from my good friend Frank at Lomo. Yeah. He said the big bosses are in town. Oh. And we're trying to work on the supply, hmm. which I responded to. Frank, I have one thing, have to, one say. thing to say. Lomo must make Lomo must make Lomo must make That's all that needs to happen. Lomo must make Lomo must make Lomo. That'd be cool. There are people thinking and working on it. There are people working on it uh, behind the from, scenes. This is from Richard Fletcher. Thank you, Rich. Why? Wh- what's the reasoning behind the slow in the film? The why, film why is not made in the U.S. The, yes, the, of course. The film is probably made in China. Then it comes to oh. um, Austria. And it sits on a ship for six months, and, and then. It has to be distributed worldwide. Mm. Um, everything that gets into lomography, they have their own website. Yeah, but was it always this way, or is it just this way now? The demand for... And their film is freaking awesome. Yeah. Yes. What's in the box? John, open the box, or me open no, the box? No, you open the box. You open the box. John, I'm opening the box. Open the box. I'll narrate. Who's the box on the road? Who's the box from? <laughs> it's in the box. Ah, the box. The box is from Stephen P. Stoffer. In Grand Rapids, mine. Okay. Oh, Gandhi. Oh, Gandhi. <laughs> and corn. And a letter. No <laughs> While he's doing that. Folks, the fact is, if Canon cameras didn't squeak, what would we do? I'll cherish it always. What would we do? That's true. I mean, people are like, oh, it has a squeak. Let me hear a squeak. Listen. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, if you take a picture with a Canon and it doesn't squeak, did you really take a picture? I'll take the cherry. Candy corn, this is... I want the purple one. Oh, Mom. Wear your raincoat. Oh, Mother. Later, after we eat. You want to be soft. You got to be firm. There's a right time for snacks, and I say when. Then I insist on Hostess, because they're always so fresh. Chocolatey cupcakes, tender fruit pies, golden Twinkie snack cakes with cream filling. Fresh, wholesome Hostess meets my tough standards. So when I say yes... It's hostess. What drives John crazy is if you have a community, like if I reached no, in... No, don't do that. Don't tell people? No, don't do it. John doesn't you like... You talk pe- about but don't demonstrate. People Nobody's don't like... see it anyways. Like you have a community, like let's say a bunch of pretzels, and you watch people like reach in and they touch like every freaking one with their with their greasy mitts. It's, it's like, like a, really good. 
And John, the look on your face when I see it happen is just like you just sink. It's like a shovel. They put their hand in, they grab it, and all, all the stuff falls in there with all their germs and, and knuckle hair. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just dump it in your hand. Who's it? So, is there a letter? Yeah. Mm, this is actually quite good. Thank you so much. How's your grape? Really grapey. Thank you for the. It tastes like a like a Fanta. Thank you for the dinner. Yeah, really. It says here, I have been listening to your podcast for a number of years now. It inspired me to take a second look at my film equipment. I could only feel that after spending years of money. It is a shame not to use it. This motivated me last summer, 2017, to begin some film photography. I've done digital with point and shoots and DSLRs, but the memories of growing up using only film was a fond one. It seemed not long ago film was the only means and names like Kodak reigned supreme. I cannot tell you how many rolls of film I've developed since last summer. If I try to guess so far, it has been more than 50. The C41 kits I have bought from your online store has given great results. I like this better than the days I worked at a one-hour photo back in the 80s. Oh, nice. In that decade, I would develop and print black and white and develop color slides. Color prints were too involved with too many steps to print. Today, I use Canon Scan 8400F. Enclosed in this box is perhaps not the most exciting donations you've ever received, but it is better than letting it sit and gather dust or throw away. There's some cameras in here. I think that's what he's referring to. Lastly, I mentioned two photos of total solar eclipses I have taken in the past. These are very special to me. One of the photos I had trouble with the tripod and little time to take pictures. It's not centered. There's a photo I've chosen to take with film rather than digital. It's on Kodak Gold 200. Oh, my favorite. The others are from an eclipse in the Caribbean, taken in 1998. Yes, also on film. Wow. Enjoy the treats. I hope you like them. I understand you like things that are different, as I sit here eating grape-flavored popcorn. Yeah, grape. We don't like it. We love it. Yeah. Grape popcorn is awesome. Sincerely, Stephen P. Stoffer. Thank, Thank you, you Stephen. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Where are the pictures? Are there pictures? Yeah, I want to see the eclipse photos. Yeah. What gave it away? The word photos. Oh. It says party on it. It just says party. Okay. It says party? No. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Total eclipse of, of the sun. You know what movie that's from? Mm-mm. Little Shop of Horrors. That's how Seymour got beamed down. Not Seymour. How did thing got beamed down? It was beamed down during a total eclipse of the sun. Hmm. Uh, speaking corona. of uh, ah, treats and donations. Cool. Um, nice shot, Stephen. What flavor is that other popcorn you got? Oh, Alan Cole sent... Uh, a package uh, a few uh, weeks or months ago. He says, <laughs> he sent us a follow-up. Reminder not to eat the stale maple nut goodies. Sorry about that. They're long gone, Did aren't we they? we eat them? We ate every one of them. Oh. <laughs> we didn't even notice they were stale. Me? Me eat cookies slowly? Yeah. Hey, me give it a try. Hey, every night, Saturday night with Cookie Monster. Here we go. Stand back. Here we go. Eat cookies slowly. We're so hungry that it's delicious, or we're so high on sugar that we just keep eating it. Yeah, I read them all. Oh, There's vanilla. Cherry. Thank you, Alan. There's green apple. I'm curious about the green apple. Look at that. I want to taste the apple one. Let's try some green apple. Right, what else do you want to talk about, Mike? This is Paul Wagner. This, this letter's called Yes. Yes. Would you consider adding a section on the website for recommended people businesses that provide CLA and repair services? No. Yeah. <laughs> 
You could ask for recommendations from listeners. I don't know if you're familiar with the NPR show Car Talk. Weird. I remember them guys. But they have an area on their website called Mechanic Files, which lists such a directory. Uh, this is from Paul R. Wagner. And I'll tell you, Paul, thank you very much for sending this. I set up a thread on our Flickr form. That's our official form, Flickr.com. Type in Film Photography Podcast in the groups. Mm-hmm. It said it, the thread is recommended CLA repair websites. Because I have to tell you, when my camera breaks or whatever, we've covered it so many times, I have no retention. There's no area where we could just go to and be like, so I'm, I'm pulling all the information in on the Flickr forum, then I'm going to create a blog okay. on the website that will ever be updated. Cool. So I think it's very handy. And thank you, Paul R. Wagner. Awesome suggestion that will be beneficial to, you, to the entire community. It's a good idea. So, <laughs> I'll put it over the letter in the special letter. Put it in that pile over there. Well, you got a lot of letters. I do. I'm sorry to hog all the letters. This one is called, We Can Be Heroes Just for One Day. Aww. You know... Is this going to make me cry? Is it going to talk about David Bowie? No, it's not. All right. When you're growing up, when you're younger, and you things mean so much to you, and so much we're exposed to so much through pop culture, and as a kid growing up, shooting film in the Sunday Daily News that my parents subscribed to, yeah, I got I I got flyers. It was like an insert flyer, you know, to send your film away. Do you remember they were yellow? Yeah, you put, camp? You, you put your film on one was side. It Clark film. There's two. It was Clark Film and Dale Film Labs. I don't remember Dale. Well, let me try that. Vanilla. So I got a letter from Dale Farkas. It's his lab. lab. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, it's his lab. Wow. He says, I'm not sure how how your photographers are handling their film processing, as so many of the professional quality film labs in the U.S. have shut down. My photo lab, Dale Laboratories, that's what it said on on the... the insert. Did you da- send your stuff away to him? Yeah. Mm. Established 1974, continues to offer top quality film processing via direct mail. We process 35 millimeter, 120, C41, E6, and true black and white. You can have your negatives or slides printed on Kodak professional paper or have the images scanned. Develop only service is also available. I responded, hello, Mr. Farkas. Because that's that's the proper thing to do. Yeah, right? nice. That's very nice Show of you. Show some respect. That's right. Yes. You got respect. It. Beta Bridge Baca, my professor at NYU. <laughs> so a, a kid raised his hand. He's like, he started talking about Milos Forman. He directed uh, one through over his cuckoo's nest. Amadeus. So Milos Forman came from Czechoslovakia, just like Beta Rich Baca. They were friends. Milos. So Milos. So kid raises his hand. He's like, eh, Milos's film, but da. Beta Box sitting there, waits for the kid to finish, and he's like, Excuse me, do you know Milos? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mr. Foreman to you. Oh. Yeah. Burn. Hello, Mr. Farkas. I'm Michael Rosso, producer of the Film Photography Podcast. Now you're reading your own letter. This is so meta. I started using Dale Labs in 1976. If my memory serves me well, I used to get the mailers from the New York Times. <laughs> Daily News. Great lab and so happy Dale is going strong. We'll mention you on the podcast. Cool. So and where is that? 
Dale. No, where in the world is it? Where, Florida. What state? Oh, Florida. Florida. Okay. East Coast. <clears throat> so it was just kind of like a nice connection to something, you know, when I wow. started shooting yeah, that's film. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, the, the title yeah, of this letter yeah. is, Used to be you bought the program, now you pay rent. This is from Stephen Morimoto. Stephen's written many times, Steve. He says, since Apple dropped Aperture, Aperture is a Photoshop type. I don't know anything about Apple dropping Aperture. I went reluctantly to Lightroom. I also don't use Lightroom. You're a perfect person to be reading this letter. Didn't want to pay monthly, so I, so I bought the single user. Been having problems with Lightroom. It looks like Adobe will stop supporting my non-CC version. I've had it. Yeah. Been on what the search. About it? Well, I, I've had it too, Steve. The, the way it used to be is you, you, you fork over $500, $600 back in the day, and you bought Adobe Photoshop. You bought the disc. You owned it. It's yours. You use it for years. Matter of fact, I'm still using CS1. That's from, from the year 2000. But These now, days. I use, seven. I use Photoshop 7 at the studio. Oh, I, I have that version too. Yeah, it's a good one. Now they charge you rent. You pay a monthly fee. Yeah. And that's total bullshit. Yeah. And you have to have internet access, I think, even to use it. Yeah. And it does, you know, Steve, I, I hear your exclamation points. So he, there are alternatives. He says, I've been on the search for an alternative and found one. Best news is it's free. There are se- several open source programs out there. And I settled on Dark Table. Dark Table, huh? Dark Table, a free program. There are several YouTube videos by guys that know what they're doing, <laughs> and I'm confident it will serve my purpose. Let the gang know there are good alternatives to Lightroom that won't cost you a penny. There are long-term risks like support to the program, but that will go away. It's happening twice already, but this time it won't cost me a bunch of dough. Steve Morimoto. There are also programs I subscribe to, and it's a, a voluntary the guy's like, hey, man, I designed this app for you. Yeah, you throw use. him a couple of bucks. Yeah, I throw him a couple of bucks. Just like I throw um, uh, uh, Mike Butkus. Yep, the camera manual. Cam- <laughs> the camera manual. <clears throat> Let me also, you know what? While you're saying Mike Butkus, yeah. Rick Olson, if you're a camera repair guy, Rick Olson has an amazing CD of thousands of drawings and sketches if you're fixing an old camera. So I know there's one here that ties into camera repair. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah? We got a shout-out from John Gilchrist. He was the Packard shutter guy. Oh, yeah. And he's that just, we stumbled through on the last show. Yeah, he's like, oh, he, he said, you know, he said, oh, you guys stumbled through that really well. Thank you very much. <laughs> really? Yeah, we didn't know what he was talking about. It was about. like watching Alan fall across the room, just like, what, the, <laughs> what is this letter? We only have half of it. Where'd he go? But then we found at? it was for Packard Shutter Company. Yeah. A guy who builds shutters for large format cameras. They're beautiful. This is, a, this is an ideal, important resource. Artisanal resource. Yeah. This actually may tie into our, the Kickstarter. No. If you're buying a large format camera, it doesn't come with a... Shutter. With a, but that's, <clears throat> he's, sell, he's selling shutters, not lenses. Oh. He doesn't sell lenses, too? Maybe. Now we got now. Look, we're stumbling through it again. Sorry, John. I think you just make shutters for like those old barrel lenses. Like if you've got an old Petzval... This is from uh, Sean Halloran. He says, love the podcast. I'm currently working my way back. I'm already on 147, so he's going back in time. Oh, like Benjamin Buttons. It's a lot of awesome content. A lot of J. Fox. Benjamin Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Says, gas is real, and there's no Pepto for this. 
I've learned so much and hope to learn more at the walking workshop. I can't wait for Finlay. So, so when Leslie says to me, oh, Mike, for the name tags, do you have any requests? I was like, yes. Can you please put the name on both sides really big? Oh, yeah. Good you idea. Because they always flip. Here you are. You're at the walking workshop or any FPP event really? and people have name tags on. The oh. worst part is you're talking to them engaging, but you're, you're scanning for the thing. And yeah. then you scan it and it's flipped. Yeah. And then like, hey, man. So I just say, hey, man. <laughs> or yeah. like at the NAM show where you have your real name, but then below it, what you want to be known as or what you're known by. You could put that. So your Flickr name, your Instagram name, whatever. Oh, there so, you go. What do you, Sparkles? Sparkles. Sparkles, Dane is Dr. Finger. What was Kevin? I don't remember what I did for him. This letter's called... Tickles McIvory. That was Dave. <laughs> remember that band we shot at, the, at the, the dive bar in Newark? High eight? High risk? High risk. They'd be like, first of all, the only people in the audience were, were John us. and I shooting them. Yeah. Still, maybe one movie person. stuff again. It was a horrible rainy night. It was a terrible, terrible night. It was a dark and stormy they, night. They played. They were pretty good. They were from Park Ridge, New Jersey. High oh, risk. No kidding. And every song had a title. So they'd be like, "This one's called yeah. Spinning." <laughs> this cool. one's called. That's classic. That's so, like a Ramones thing to do. This yeah. one's called Remjet Nothing. <laughs> so somewhere in the world is that one first person that posted on the internet that you have to use baking soda to remove the remjet. Mm-hmm. And that one person spread like a virus. Yep. There are brand new YouTube videos with a guy using baking soda powder to get rid of the remjet. Baking soda. Baking soda, thank you. Baking soda. Baking soda. Baking powder? Baking soda. Baking... Baking... Ba- sa- camera hack. Excuse me? Baking camera powder? Hack. <laughs> the stuff you put in the fridge to take out the stink. What's that called? Arm and Hammer baking baking soda powder soda baking soda soda bake, bake. baking soda the one that's not the detergent baking soda oh. baking soda the one that's not whatever the- it doesn't matter you don't need it it doesn't matter what it is <laughs> you don't need it we call it pop. you use a baking flour it doesn't so, matter you know people are always like oh if I could take a time machine I I go back to Germany in 1938 I go do this <laughs> oh my God. I do that I go back to patient one and, and just be like <laughs> and smash you know, the guys getting ready to. Stephen Burns says, I want to purchase a 100-foot roll of 5222. Wait, what were you talking about the baking soda, though? Double X. or Well, he's asking me, is there a Remjet on the black and white motion picture film, which I said no. Oh, I got you. So the Kodak Double X does not have a Remjet. The Remjet is on most color motion picture films. And we're going to discuss it at the FPP Walking Workshop and show people right in front of them the magic. No way. Yes. Of the thumb. You're going to blow some minds. Thumb. Yes. I try, the power I, I, of the thumb. Whatever. You're not on a mission to squash it? I, I need everyone listening to squash these things. Like, like when you see stupid threads about people wasting their time mm. removing. Mm. And then. If you see something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got an email, a very nice email. A woman, she's using the C41 kit. And there's all these specs in the bottle. She didn't say if it was vision film, but I'm assuming it was. She's like, is this harmful? Do I need to throw this away? I'm like, no, like, just don't worry about it. Yeah. The remjet that comes off, that goes into your chemistry, it's meaningless. It doesn't do anything. You could nothing. coffee filter it if you wanted or something, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, that's a good idea. Ramjet nothing. Thank you, Stephen. This is from Ted Truex. Oh. Tri-X? Truex. He says, I shoot film with a Canon EOS 1N. 
Mamiya645. Mamma Mia. Canon Canonette. He says, the whole world does not shoot film on Nikon and Leicas. It only seems that way. Oh, have a Nikon difference in here. Nice. And, uh, you know, I was very happy. This is a very comforting letter to me. Sure. Why? Because you're a Canon guy. No, Nikon people and, and Leica people, they're very boastful about their brands. Oh, have a Nikon difference in here. Nice. Canon people are a little more low-key, and it's perceived as not as good of a brand. Is it? I don't think it's... I don't think of it that way. I don't think of it. When I think of EOS, I think of that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but me not knowing anything about anything, that's not not what I... Yeah, what do we know? Oh, and this is from our good friend uh, Thea Bendix. Thea is from Idaho, Mm -hmm. and um, she's next to the Oregon border. I love the podcast, and I continue to enjoy and learn from you guys and gal. I listen to you all when I'm in my art studio, darkroom, and when working at the computer. She says, um, oh, this is the letter. I may have copied you, you on this, You should print these bigger. She, <laughs> yeah, what do you got, like five font? She has a new-to-me Nashika N8000 3D camera. Oh, yeah. And I see these... The Cam Nashika. I see the 3D GIFs all over the web. Yeah. It's cool as cool as heck. So <laughs> she's asking, how do I get actual 3D images? It's not 3D. The it's not Nishi- real 3D. No, the Yashika is like a motion thing. So you would have to... So when you develop the negatives... You'll have it, so it'll take up the space of two normal pictures on a thirty-five millimeter roll, but you'll actually get four little pictures in that space. Two, there's different lenses. There's four lenses shooting. Yeah, shooting in sequence. Sequence. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no no. Sorry. The, 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 is that a motion one? I think the Nishika is a motion one. Yeah. So it's it's not like the stereo cameras where you get. So yeah. So you would, so you would have to take your your scans and then put them into Photoshop or into whatever and. Create a, a GIF, create an animated GIF out of the movie. So it's a digital. It's a four-frame movie, like tiny little four-frame movie. What was this camera? How was this camera originally intended to be used when things were just analog years ago? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really into <clears throat> stereo cameras. I have a bunch of stereo cameras. Dane has the Nashika. We have shot with the Nashika at the studio. We have a great one of John lunging at the camera, uh, a, an animated GIF of it. But um, I was not a fan. Remember, we I picked one up at the. At used camera store. There's an amazing amount of them out there. In and it, yeah, in California. And it came with all the accessories, including a VHS tape of Vincent Price explaining oh how to use God. the camera. Oh, do you have that? I, did, I don't have it anymore. Oh, you got rid of the VHS? No, you know what? I did not buy it. I sent, that's right. I sent you a picture of it, but I didn't oh. buy it. But yeah, they used to come with a VHS of Vincent Price. Last drive time show, you mentioned Doc Florian Caps, mm-hmm. creator of the driving force behind the Impossible Project. Mr. Impossible. That's right. Mr. Impossible. Doc Florian Caps, who now runs Super Sense, his new campaign is Save Pack Film. Wow. That's the crack and peel film. Well, it's good. A, it's a big tease. Yeah, I'll read this thing. This is from. This is from a few days, just a few days ago. This yeah. is like hot off the presses. Dear all, I very much do understand that asking for your support once again is not fair and respectful, 
without giving you very detailed and honest information of how impossible <laughs> our adventure really is and will be. Please accept this blog as my true attempt to summarize the current situation and our realistic chances to succeed as precise as possible. All long-term supporters, please forgive me for maybe repeating myself, but I think it makes sense to go back to the start so everybody really gets the full picture of where we are standing today. Right. In the beginning, cross Adam and Eve <laughs> to a field. Five years ago. A small ago. boy is pushing a hoop along with a stick. Part one. After the clear no from Fuji in 2016, all hope that we could rescue at least one of these highly sophisticated pack film assembly machines urgently needed to produce this magic format shrunk to bonsai size. Do you know what Fuji said to Florian Caps? No. No deal. No dice. That's Why? <laughs> Please, that's do we even knows. need to go there? That's a matter for them. It doesn't matter because it's no deal. But can you picture him there? He makes this big presentation, and it's just one guy. And he's like, no deal. Release the hounds. Nevertheless, we continue to search the glow, hoping that somewhere one of these machines might have survived in a secret warehouse. Now I'm picturing him dressed like Indiana Jones. (laughs) Talking to ex-employees of former PacFilm factories in Mexico, Japan, Scotland, and the USA didn't lead to any results. In this depressing time... Bob Crowley and his new 55 team were the ones who recharged our hope with basically building many essential machines needed to restart the production of 4x5 instant film out of plywood, hair dryers, and parts you can get in every supermarket. <laughs> MacGyver. Even if Bob already has been featured in this blog several times, and even if his new 55 adventure is on hold at the moment, I nevertheless have to right away include this fantastic gentleman in our newly formed League, League of, legendary of Legendary Superheroes. superheroes. He has, he's building a league of extraordinary pack film superheroes. You can click on that and go read about them yourself. Cool. Because Bob did not only show me what can be possible when thinking out of the box, but also has been the first true expert who finally opened my eyes to the real impossible challenges pack film has to offer when tinkering with new possible ways of production. First of all, everything looks pretty easy at first sight. Compared to the integral format we could finally save in 2010, Because the development process is not driven by a battery-powered mechanism with a very special battery included in each pack. Maybe it just needs a nice darkroom facility and some night vision goggles to carefully fold these films into the cartridge. When analyzing a pack with Bob in all details, it became clear to me that each and every pack of this film is an incredibly complex and outrageously overly complicated origami-style paper-folding miracle. (laughs) Many parts are glued to each other and connected in a brain-cracking way, changing their position within the pack after exposure, bringing the next negative in position. Not even Bob could think, of a, th- could think about the professional development of possible solutions without huge upfront costs, detailed scientific feasibility studies, including several experts, in the very best case leading to a master plan for the construction of a new machine, triggering costs of several million euros. Yikes. Uh, absolutely no chance to build any of these out of plywood, unfortunately. This is very beautifully written, by the way. I know, right? Well, he's an edumacated man. <laughs> uh, so by the end of 2017, this left us in a very complicated situation, basically the exact opposite of the situation we started with the Impossible Project nine years before. This time, we intensively researched globally for possible new essential pack film components, positive, negative, developer, paste, paper, etc., which has been very promising. More details and updates about this important aspect in the coming weeks. But regarding the search for machines needed to assemble these components, I had to question myself if we maybe had finally reached 
a dead-end street. Never before something that was that impossible has been in front of my dreams. This was the point when I stopped writing this blog. Dot, dot, dot. But super fortunately, this was also the time when I met my next superhero with amazing superpowers that zoomed this adventure back into possibility and who I am very much looking forward to introduce to you shortly in my next blog. Ooh. Dot, dot, dot. Talk about Yours, Doc. That's wow. the tantalizing cliffhanger that he's leaving for us. So in the next few weeks. Doc is very talented at um, of, of sparking and the capturing the imagination yeah. of things. I said earlier, he's, he's kind of like the... He's like the Elon Musk of photography, like just the, the idea that, oh, he's working on something new oh. is just kind of exciting, and whatever it's it is, it's going to be cool. So hopefully well, something comes of it. It's a good thing that he left impossible. That's what I said, because he wouldn't be working on this if he exactly. was still sitting there. Absolutely. These cameras, these Polaroid automatic land cameras, these things are tanks. Like, yeah. you can't kill them. I just pulled my... Wow. Uh, you can't kill them. I pulled my 250 out again a few weeks ago for the first time in like two years, and good as new. Awesome. Fired right up. Yep, fired right up. Uh, just sprayed a little gas in the carburetor. Mm-hmm. Fired right up. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Florian Doc Caps, and yeah. we look forward to uh, following this. Why do they call him Doc? Like Doc Holiday? Is he a doctor? He has a doctorate? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing he has a doctorate. I guess so. Yeah, we have to look that up. Uh. Yeah. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. Yeah. What's up, doc? I'm guessing this is leading to a Kickstarter. I hope mm. so. I'm going to be early bird. Let me know when you see it. Which is uh, okay. our next topic, which are Kickstarters. And... Turning it over to Mark Dalzell to give us an update of what's going on and what's new. Yes. Oh, would you like the uh, news? Oh, yeah, put that on. Okay. Uh, the pin box. Yes. Um, from Ham, uh, your, our good friends. Yeah. Robert Ham. The Ham. What was, ha- it? What was Ham? it called? The new Cam- box? Ham Camera Company. <laughs> yep. John Ham. From Robert Ham. Robert Ham, yeah. So they, they're currently producing, or they're currently kickstarting uh, the pin box, which is a little. A 120 film pinhole camera, and what it is is what you get for your money, which is twenty dollars, which is a pocket change. A twenty dollar bill is an adult one dollar bill. You you get the um, these little spools, and you get the plans to cut and paste your own camera at home. So they'll send you these parts, but then. So you can you can modify the design a bit. You can change what it looks like. You know, it's a DIY kit. Curve. Yeah, it's a DIY kit, which is pretty cool. But he is he is sending you some of these three D printed parts along with it, and it's cheap. It's twenty bucks. Pinhole is all the rage right now. Robert Ham is going to be at Finlay. Oh, cool! Oh. Premiering this camera oh. and doing a demonstration. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, it's pretty so exciting. Hang on for a few more weeks, and you'll be able to see. And it. it's funded already. It is fully funded. I mean, he had a pretty small goal he was even looking for, a couple thousand dollars, um, which he's already gone by. But the, the, program, or the, uh, the campaign is going until August 5th, so you have plenty more time to jump on and take a look, throw you know, 20 or 30 bucks at it. And, and it's called Pinbox. It is called Pinbox. That's pretty exciting. Yes. All right, yeah. So at the opposite end of the spectrum from the Pinbox, um, there's this new 4x5 that I just discovered 
randomly searching Kickstarter called the Standard 4x5. Uh, this is a full-on 4x5 large format camera, 3D printed, monorail, like made by a fella by the name of Drew Nikonowicz. Okay. The DIY kit starts at $260, he says, but that's running, we're running out of time on that one, but uh, for, for, uh, for basically $300. So you can, you get, can get, a, get into one of these. Do you have to put it together yourself? You can get, uh, the, the, so for about $300, you'll get one that's assembled. Okay. For $260, you can get the kit. The kit looks like it's fun to put together, but for an extra forty bucks, I would just buy the one that's right. that's fully assembled. Wait, how much is uh, how much is assembled? Like around three hundred. So for your money, you're getting everything you need except for a lens board and a lens. So that you'll still need to to supply yourself. Um, it comes with a ground glass. Uh, it, he says it accepts uh, Linhoff or Wista style lens boards. So if you know what that is and you've got one kicking around on another camera or whatever, you can just drop that right in. Right. Um, the, the shipping date is for later on this year, so hopefully by by the end of the year. Uh, I think his estimates say like October, November, but you know, you know the way it goes. Yes, um, he's getting close. He's at he, his goal is only fifteen thousand dollars. He's at eleven thousand so far, a little over eleven thousand. When's the end date? August fifth as oh. well, same as pin as oh, the wow. pin box. Oh. So he still has a a, a couple more weeks that to sounds go. Sounds doable. So you know, if if you've been thinking about going four by five this is a very cool option uh it's all 3d printed it looks very cool it looks very professional he's said he's got a bunch of these prototypes that he's had out had out and around and people have been testing and giving him feedback so he's been tweaking it um and if you want to go fancy he also has uh there's a 500 dollars option that's all black none more black that looks pretty slick get none more black um so i would i would go for the none more black personally very nice so there you go so screw the break. Let's get right to it. And I'm not, I'm not, I just want folks at home to know, I'm not making this up. This is published Jolly Look Fiasco by mm. the Phoblographer. And I read it. I sent all the info to Mark. I'm like, Mark, can you do a Dan Rather type report on this? Because both John I didn't and, get mine yet. Oh, both John and Mark and maybe Leslie are yeah. in on the Jolly Look, which is a cardboard... Um, what would you, how would you describe it? Camera. A camera <laughs> that takes Instax mini film. There you go. It's got bellows. It's a, up, it's a folding it's a folder it's camera. A folding bellows camera. Bellows. How come you don't have yours? I didn't get it yet. Were you an early bird guy? No. Oh, man, I was not. Right. I got in later. You were, you were in the first wave. Well, what do you think of the construction, even though it's cardboard? The construction is... <laughs> Very solid. It's very good. Keep in mind, this was like $32 or something. Mm-hmm. I forget offhand. Yeah, it's it really cheap. But what's all the gossip? What's the chatter? What's the problem? Interestingly, uh, none of the gossip is about the fact that it doesn't really stay open. There's no way to keep it to stay open. So you have to keep this down flat and you have to keep this you up. shove a like pencil parallel. in there. What do you expect? You shove a pencil well, I'm just in saying, there. it's funny that that's my major problem with it. But so once you kind of stretch it out, then it, then it sort of holds. You shove a pencil in there. Oh, thank you. Jim. I may have said that then before. It holds, then it holds strong. The problem that people are having are with the shutter. So the way the shutter works, you click this thing up, uh, and then so that's your shutter. Hmm. Mine, all mine usually works. The very first picture I took, dead on, amazing exposure, super sharp. I loved it. And then I ended up shooting the whole pack of film that it came with, and I ended up blowing like. Will you put those on Flickr? Five or six. They already are. Oh, okay. Even yeah. the the bums. 
Well, the bums are just pure white, so I'm oh, okay. those up. So I did blow, up, blow a few of them, but it was also a bit of a learning curve to make sure. Because one time I pulled the shutter up too hard and it got stuck open, so, uh, I, so I blew that shot. So you just have to be careful with but it. But this and is a cool novelty camera. It's cool. For $30? Oh, my God. And because, like, normally if you're used to Instax cameras, it's, it's a little soft. Mm-hmm. This one, you have selectable apertures from F8 up to F64. This is your regular shooting. And then what you can also do is one of the apertures is pinhole. So you can set it to pinhole, slide the lens out of the way. Whoa. And now, oh, and set this to bulb, to time mode. And now you've got a pinhole, and you can do however long an exposure you want. And then, and then click this again, the and then it pops down again. But it's a, so it's a fully manual Instax camera. The Instax film is ISO 800 or so. Mm. So if you're shooting this thing out on a sunny day, you can shoot it like F32, F45, and get it really nice and sharp. Uh, really, you know, big depth of field. So, w- what was this investigative report online about it? Like, just well, first of all, the, the, the people who have them, the problem is they were having trouble with the shutters, and I've had a little bit of trouble with my shutter, but I have to keep reminding myself it was thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and it's really cool, uh, and it came with a pack of film for thirty dollars and some amazing accessories that I haven't even gotten into yet. A, a big gripe that people have, which I think is kind of completely understandable, is like John, there are a lot of backers who haven't gotten their camera yet, but you can buy these on Freestyle. Freestyle. They have them in stock, which is kind of shitty. A little well, shitty. But it is, but you know, you got to understand why they had to do that because they had to raise more money to. I know. Keep so, things going. I would be so, annoyed. I, I get it. I'm, I'm annoyed, Everyone's but I Everyone's very yeah. quick to be negative on the internet yeah, because it's easy course. to do. But you don't think about what John, like what John just said probably is true. They needed to yeah. raise some capital well, that's, that to was their finish defense. up. Yeah, they that's did. what they said. Because yeah. they did have a lot of problems with these. I get it. Like I, they, they, they made a thousand of them and the glue wasn't holding. So they had to go mm-hmm. back and start again. And then there was, I forget what, the bellows weren't light tight. So they had to go back and start again. Like they kept having to go back and start over again. Which has to be super frustrating. And expensive. And expensive, yeah. And then they got held up by like Chinese New Year where everything closes for all of January or February. Like, and as we've said many times, uh, Kickstarter is best effort. Yeah. So if they sent out all the cameras with the glue didn't work, that was the best effort. They didn't have to. Right. Well, I'm still very junk happy them with and it. start again. So and I then, applaud them. And they're very super positive. All of their updates, like you know, hello, jolly look, wonderful, beautiful, jolly look community members. They're always very up and positive. Super positive. So in the box, what's in the box? You also you get a pretty good big fold out instruction manual that tells you everything you need to know, with the exception. I could not find before I finish this sentence. Someone will already have posted it mm-hmm. on the on the Flickr forum, but yeah. the actual aperture of the pinhole itself, I can't find that anywhere. Mm. Um, check this out because this is kind of funky, Mike. It has two shutter speeds. <gasps> when you as it sits right now, um, this is one fiftieth of a second, and it's just an elastic band that's pulling that thing down. See this thing right on the top here, this little gold bar. Mm-hmm. This is actually a, oh. little, a little brass. A little brass bar. When you take that out, that makes the shutter lighter. Right. So now your shutter speed is actually one two fiftieth. So just by taking out this weight, it changes your shutter speed, which is kind of a cool That's idea. Awesome. Um, in the box, these were the these were the stretch goals. If you recall, there's a there's a, a strap that you can install if you want. Remarkable. Um, this is the wide angle. Polarizing I can film. tell by Mark's body language that he's impressed. I love it. I think it's really cool for yeah. the for the money. Yeah. I mean, I I will still start every sentence with. For $30, yeah. you know, this is not a 
you know. Do you feel like you got what you paid for? Or you feel like you got a little bit more than what you paid for? Oh, I'm I'm completely impressed with it. So this is the polarizing filter, which just snaps on the front. Check this out. This is the I, I love this. I saw this. This is the tripod mount, which was a stretch goal. Mike, pay attention. Time to wake this show up. <laughs> this was the the tripod <laughs> mount, which was a stretch goal. And when I first when I first got it, I thought, well, that's weird. Like. You have to. It's supposed to come with a piece of double-sided tape. You glue uh-huh. it to the bottom, yeah, yeah. and I went to hold it up here. Magnetized. Oh, it's a magnetic tripod mount. Yeah, gosh, so that's pretty amazing. What a great idea, right? So you can just snap on the tripod, or you can you can keep the plate on the on the tripod, and then the camera just snaps onto it. And if you want to take it off, you just lift it off and mm-hmm. go shoot with it. It's like what a great idea. Yeah, it's got that. It came with some extra rubber bands. The box is cool. Remarkable. It's a great little design. I think it's really cool. You know, it's not perfect, but right. but for the for thirty, you know, I keep saying it. I know, but for thirty bucks. So once you take the shot, you've got a little crank on the side. It takes no batteries or crank. anything. Mm-hmm. CR crank. You start cranking this, and it starts to pop out of the top. And when it comes all the way up, you just lift it out. Right. And then you roll this thing. Backwards. Wait for the magic to happen. And it and and the, these Instax ones. I'm always I'm used to the Polaroid, but the Instax it takes like thirty seconds, and all of a sudden the image starts popping right out of it. It's right. so quick. So. Yeah, for for the money, I think it's really cool. It's cute. It's a great design. I love the color. You know, I like everything about it. So what are you going to do? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. For the price, it's an awful lot of fun to be had. Mm-hmm. It's a cool little camera. I was immediately happy with the picture that I took this morning outside of my store. I was just like, I got to take a picture of something. There's a garbage can, and I took a picture right. of it. And it's so looking. <clears throat> and also, you folks listening, you know, keep in mind, I mean, just think of the jolly look, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. we all have feelings, but when you're on the keyboard, you, you don't think about other people's feelings. These guys, they launched this great, cool idea. They don't want that. You know, they're trying their best. Yes. It's they're not like they're slacking and saying, best. oh, the hell with you. And we all have feelings. And they're going to be very hurt whoa, 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 by feelings. the community if we start turning on them. We should not. So let's let's all keep positive about everything. Let's be very supportive. Sure, they're going to make good on everything. Yeah, super positive. And if not, they're going to do their best. Unlike other experiences I've had with Kickstarter. Well, John, you do all sorts of things like uh, I did earphones, earphones, molding shavers, molding earphone, no shavers. I got a travel coat. A travel coat. Coming. What's that's that? Got magnetic pockets that you can put like laptops and. Passports and all kinds of stuff. In. What do you do? You get email updates okay. from Kickstarter. I just get bored sometimes. You know, I got a half an hour to kill. I'm like, you know, it's my Kickstarter half hour. And when you send money on Kickstarter, you you expect nothing, right? Uh, no, I don't expect you know to get an A one quality product all the time. But yep, you know, I got one more thing I wanted to mention. Oh, okay, There's a new a new little product out. Um, uh, you remember a few years ago the, those Revolog films? Yes. All those wacky pre-exposed yes. films. So there's a new company called Yodica. I don't know oh. how they say it, but I'm going to call it Yodica. 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 <laughs> uh, who are who are now selling a line of pre-exposed films? But what they're pre-exposed with is kind of like weird lens flare, uh, light leak type of stuff. So you get kind of a rainbow effect, or you can get different colors. So you get that low fi What's look. it called? Um, Yodica. Y O D I C A. They've got about seven different flavors um, <laughs> with names such as Pegasus, Vega, Atlas, Andromeda, Antares, Do they Sirio. have samples of the photos? Yeah, if you click on each one, you'll see. So see. like if we click on, so this is Pegasus. That's their website? Yeah, this is their website. So, oh, where's the samples? Is hey. this, uh, you purchased it or is this a Kickstarter? No, this there is for sale. 
Oh. So that's like soup crazy rainbow. Did you buy any? That's fine. No. Will you buy any? Well, that's that's an extreme one. Like, where do they come from? Are they in Mike? The- just give me a second. <laughs> um, that's stupid. Stop. Are they in the U.S.? Uh, no, they are. They appear to be British. Um, and the the film they they sell. Yeah, this just launched uh, July thirteenth, so just just last week. Um, the the films uh, sell for about nine. Well, they have it on their on their site for nine pounds, which okay. is like whatever twelve bucks. Yeah, eleven twelve dollars. Um, I don't know about shipping or whatnot, but they're the the actual film canister designs are really cool. Like it's a really cool looking distinctive mm-hmm. film. Uh, it looks like it's from the future if you were in the eighties. Mm. Um, so check it out if you like that sort of thing. It's a Dane film. So he check would, it he out. Would dig it. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Um, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. If you have any feedback, please do let us know. I hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed recording it. The gang, you guys aren't on. One week, one week. The other oh, gang. You're going to be out in Findlay. I'm going to be in Findlay, Ohio on August 4th, 5th, and 6th for our... Um, the weekend. The weekend. Yeah. About 100 people coming. That's great. So. I wish I was one of them. Yeah, I wish you guys were here there too. Our super special guests are Robert Ham from the Ham Camera Company. Woo! A Joseph Brunges doing wet plate oh, demonstration. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Phil Steebly from thedarkroom.com. Oh. So, Who was the other guy that came out? Keith, Keith Swan. Right. How could I forget that name? Keith Swan. Yeah. Sounds like a pop star from the 80s. It certainly does. So we're going to have fun. And then, hey, you know, this next year, our big 10th anniversary, 2019. Who knows where we could go? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So I want to thank Special. everyone for joining us. And uh, we'll be back on August 1st. And until then, stay positive and keep on shooting that films. Super positive. Oh, yes. Bye.
super positive. 